All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're here, we're here, we're here. We are on our way to watch the next Marvel smash hit. Don't, don't mind all that. Um, Listen, Marvel's The Guardians of the Galaxy 3. What am I expecting? I'll tell you what I'm expecting. A lot of fun. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Obviously, this is one of those uh, movies where the fun actually matters along with the story. Um, let's go on what I think would happen. And then I'm just going to cut this part short and get into watching this craziness of a film. Um, okay, so let's start it off this way. Um, I'm going to go with each character in basically have a prediction of what I think is going to go happen. So let's start out with the main character, Peter Quill, Peter Quill, Peter Quill. A lot has happened to Peter Quill since Guardians 2. Uh, I think he's still going to be thinking about Gamora in a certain way. With the whole situation with Gamora. Obviously, from the trailers, him talking about how she came back and she's not even the same person. Well, obviously, she's not the same person because she never knew who you were in Endgame. This Gamora had no clue who you were in Endgame. None. Zero. She didn't even know that Nebula was thinking about flipping and switching. So she's still... Well, we'll, we'll get to that part in a second. Um... But I think he's going to be mourning that entire uh, Gamora situation. Um, I don't know how, but we all know how, you know, love makes you go crazy things. And I think his is probably going to be alcohol, probably trying to kill himself, whatever. Now, the only thing with Quill is I don't know what his outcome might be at the end of this movie. Um you know, they kind of like baited that somebody's going to die in the film and things like that. I don't think anybody's going to die. Um, all these characters are too fun and too too loving to have an, have a death scene um, in anything. Um, who should I go to next? Let's talk about Rocket. All right, we're Rocket. Um... This is the one thing I kind of sort of hate about trailers. Um, whereas we watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and we found out a lot about Quill, especially about holding the Power Stone in the original and not dying because he's a, a human. And we see how things happen to humans when it came to the the stones. Um I think we're going to find out some things about Rocket, obviously. Um, we all know Rocket was not, you know, a natural situation. Um, I think we're going to find out his whole entire backstory. Um, how the black dude in the trailer um, works with Rocket, obviously, because there was in the trailer. Um but I think that situation is going to come with something, with Rocket. Um, 
I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's go with Groot. Groot is still not the same Groot from the original movie. As we all know, if he loses his head but keeps a twig, he's a brand new character. That's why we got the not so not so nonchalant version of Groot in Guardians 2 and all the other movies. And the trailer show him as like some big bulked up uh been in the gym looking group. Um Groot has had some interesting evolutions from the original Guardians movie. Um one thing that I noticed, especially from the last one when they changed they made the change to make him say we are Groot. The last time they had him in the big scene where he said we are Groot. I can't remember if it was the first or the second one. I got a feeling they're gonna grow on it. Like I got a feeling he's not gonna say I am Groot for the entire movie. I just got a feeling. Um but obviously I don't believe anything negative is gonna happen about Groot. It's probably gonna be a point in the movie that we probably gonna even forget about Groot. Who knows? Um, I hope not because obviously it's supposed to be like a backstory with Rocket. Maybe they talk about how Rocket and Groot come came together, maybe. I don't know. Um let's talk about Drax. Why do I have a feeling Drax is gonna die? I don't know. Just the way that Dave Bautista has been acting about the character since, what, Guardians 2? About how he's not going to play Drax forever and things like that. Maybe he doesn't understand that you play a character until you die in a movie. And in comics, you never really die. I don't know. It, that's a weird situation. I, I don't. I don't think he's going to die. But the way he's been acting about how this is his last film, I, I think... If somebody does, he'll probably be the, the main culprit, which will suck because I actually like the Drax character because he's just so dumb and lovable. Um, But Drax is just going to be Drax. Like, I, I think he's going to have a fun-loving back and forth. If you guys watched the uh, Christmas special, uh, Gu Christmas Guardian special, him and Mantis have an outrageous back and forth, and, and I think they're going to just have a ball with it. Um, in this movie, um, so yeah, um, not much to really talk about with Drax. Drax isn't going to be Drax. He's going to be the, the crazy guy that'll take everything said, that's said to him literal and everybody will just look at him and like, that's not what we meant. And he'd be like, well, this is what I mean. Though that's not even that. And he's like, this is what I mean. You know, you know how Drax is. Um, and then let's go to Mantis. Same situation. Mantis is going to be Mantis. Um, Mantis is, is going to be that person that will do stuff and say she's not doing it this way. Uh, she'll throw some jabs back and forth with Drax and it'll be funny. and We'll all laugh and giggle in the theater. Drax and Mantis is the best comedy act going in Marvel right now. I mean, let's be honest. They are. Uh, let's talk about Gamora. Um, I really don't know. 
I don't know how they're going to spin Gamora. They kind of had a quick hint in the trailer about how she has nothing for Quill and things like that. I think that's going to stay. I don't think she'll flip and be in love with Quill and all that other stuff. That actually took time in the original Guardians. Like, she still kind of hated him at the end of the first one, even though she, like, treated him like family. But she still kind of hated him after the first one. So I don't expect her to flip and all of a sudden love Quill and all that stuff. If they do that, that'd be kind of corny. It'd be very corny if they did that in this film. Um... Let's talk about Nebula. Nebula, Nebula's character has been very interesting since the original Guardians movie. Nebula has been the most cutthroat out of everybody. But coming from the start of Endgame to where we are now, I think Nebula might be the leader of the Guardians. I think so. Um, Nebula is one of those characters that has... A different type of evolution coming. And I think they got bigger plans for Nebula in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't know how, but I feel like she's going to be heading the Guardians somehow, some way. Um, I don't know. I, you, you know when you feel like something's going to change in the, in, the, in the movies and when the opportunity comes and it's going to make it a little bit better, then... That's what's going to pop up. I think that's what's going to happen. Because Nebula is not a bad character. And I think that they're going to evolve on her situation about how she has been hurt most of the time with Thanos and how she has a family now. She She's basically going to be the Gamora of the Guardians. But obviously she's not going to fall in love with nobody. She's basically a replacement piece. What if they have another Guardians movie and then have a backstory with Nebula? That that would probably be cool. We we'll probably won't even recognize who it is when they start out the movie. Um, who am I missing? Who am I missing? I feel like I'm missing somebody. Am I missing anybody from the original Guardians? No. I think I'm good. I think I named everybody. Let's see. Rocket, Quill... Mantis, Drax, Gamora, Groot. Yeah, okay. Um, now let's talk about some characters that's in the trailer. Um, the gold guy from the trailer. Now, for me, it's kind of cheating. I, I already know who it is because I've watched a lot of the comic cartoons and read a lot of the comics. Um, so the gold guy is Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock was a creation from the people that um, got robbed from the Guardians. And originally he was sent out to kill the Guardians. But I'm not going to say what happens because if you guys haven't read the comics or... Um, watched any of the comic book cartoons then I would be spoiling something for you um but I will tell you this every Marvel book comic whatever has the same formula when it comes to people like Adam Warlock sorry that's a spoiler ooh that was an ugly spoiler ooh ooh that was an ugly spoiler sorry about that even though I didn't say what the situation was, but sorry about that. Um, 
so yeah, so Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock is an interesting character. So when you think of Adam Warlock, think of somebody who doesn't fit in, but has to do stuff. But when he does the stuff, it's just weird. But in a in a interesting way, not like weird because it's weird. Um, and then the black guy. Um, I got a feeling the black guy is not going to be a good villain. I don't know. Marvel has this thing where they hype up a villain a certain way and then you get in the film and then it's not what you thought it was. I think it's going to be that. I really hope not. Um, but we'll see. Obviously, he has something to do with Rocket's backstory and what's going on currently and things like that. I have no idea how they're going to flip it. Um, I do remember him from the comics. He's a very strong character. Um, he's a character that wants something specifically. And um, when he doesn't get it, he has a way of starting over. That's very drastic. And then doing it again. And then it's not working. And then he'll start over. It's not working again. And then he'll start over. He's one of those guys. Um, I feel like I'm saying too much. All right, let's get rid of this preview. Um, I'm waiting on my, I guess, nope, dinner date. And we are going to get it into Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, I'll be back in a minute for me and two and a half hours uh, for you. All right, y'all. I am back home. I'm not doing the review from the car. Sorry. Um, I was on the phone the entire ride. Um, so I'm not doing this fresh out, but listen, the excitement level that I thought I was going to have from this movie was there. It was there. It was there. It was there. It was there. Um, this movie has a lot to it. Okay. Um, they use everything a certain way and I feel like they did it okay. Okay? Listen. Uh, don't go into this film expecting a full-on Guardians movie. This movie is... And... It's, it's, it's easily a rocket movie. Now, they have some other aspects of the film where you... This don't look like the same thing. Um, they have other aspects of the film where you follow up and you cross paths and, and learn more about everybody else. But now this is this is about 50 percent rocket, 50 percent guardians. So if you're expecting everyone evenly, it ain't it ain't there. This ain't it. This is more like Peter Quill's last film um, when he was finding out ego. Now, is that a bad thing? No, because you find out a whole lot of craziness that goes on that the Guardians have to do. All right. So the gist of the film is um, something happens to Rocket and they have to figure out how to. Um, they have to figure out how to, to, to make it right. And with that, there's a lot of things that come um, into the film 
that have to be accounted for. Um, Rocket has always been one of those people that won't talk about his past. It's well known, it's well documented. Um, so many things happened to him in his past that he just wants to forget. Anytime somebody says something, does something, they basically are uh, pushed aside. That's just life. Like everybody has their past and they don't want to talk about their past. That's just how it works. Um, so when it comes to Rocket, you see a lot of things. And I'll tell you one thing. If you are squeamish about animals, do not go see this movie. Do not go see this movie. Um, if if you are squeamish, but you can take a few things here and there, go ahead and have at it. Um, there is a couple things in the trailer that was not in the film uh, regarding Rocket, but it's not a drastic loss not having it in the film it is okay um but like i said um there's a lot of things going on pertaining to rocket situation that hits you very heavy from the jump street from the jump street um i think they told it very well I'm not a fan of doing flashbacks on certain things and then flashback again and then throw it back again. But this way kind of made sense. Um, there was a couple times it lasted so long that I forgot that we was watching a Guardians movie and I, and I thought we was watching a Rocket special. Um, it might have happened twice because of how long a situation has gone. But it was told in a way that it had to be long. Pause. Um... I won't say how my earlier predictions went for the movie because um, I just want to give this review a special on its own type of thing. Um, Peter Quill has a lot on his plate. Um, he's trying to do something. He's still thinking about something else. He's still feeling a certain way about you know, just losing, 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 losing. And it doesn't affect the whole storyline of Peter Quill. He's still the same exact person as soon as he gets focused. Um, <laughs> and everybody's talking about the, the F-bomb that was dropped. It was, it was a situation where he used it and... It kind of felt like it wasn't in the script. Like he just threw it in there. And it worked. But it was like a, a comic situation of why he had to drop the F-bomb. Um, there was also a lot of S-words, S-H-words up in there. It was, it was actually like two or three. I was kind of surprised. They, they threw a lot of uh, cuss words in this film. Um... Well, more than normal for a Marvel film. I was kind of surprised. I wasn't expecting it. I guess they're kind of trying to get us hyped and ready for uh, Deadpool and Punisher and all those movies. Um, it was a lot of gore in this film, y'all. But not like bloody gore because it's alien. So, you know, they had like juices and stuff like that. No, it's other crazy. Um, 
it was a lot of action. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of Drax loving up in there. Drax does a lot of things that's comical. Um, let's talk about Adam Warlock for a quick second. Adam Warlock appears very early in the film. I thought he was going to be like a one-off type of situation. No, he's turned, he tends to pop up at the right time. And when I mean right time, I mean as soon as we think that it's going to be like a boring part of the movie. Yep, then he shows up. Um, happened a few times, but it was pretty funny and pretty entertaining how it happened. Um, and they did him in a way that is correct with the comics, just by the situation. Um, I won't say what it is, but let's just remember that there's a certain way that he was built that would kind of make you understand why he is the way that he is. Um, and then I won't say what his outcome is in the film, but it was, it was pretty Marvel-like. I was correct in my preview. It was pretty Marvel-like. And as much as I love and enjoy this film, Marvel has to stop doing the same formula. Oh my gosh. Um, I know a lot of people like my reviews for pointing out certain things and being completely honest. And I'll admit there were some things that I said in some, oh my word, there were some things that I said in previous podcasts that was just to get a response from people that I didn't truthfully mean. But um, I mean this. There was a certain situation with Gamora. And when it happened, the first thing I said was, is that the way that this movie is going to go? Are you kidding me? Like, I, I sat there and said, why do they do this in every film? Like, you don't have to do this in every film. Like, you could, you could say security camera... You could say somebody saw you here. No, no. Let's 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 cut out about twenty minutes of the movie of them trying to figure out this part of the situation and just basically just say, hey, this is what's about to happen. And when you watch the movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And you're not gonna know when it's coming, but when it comes, you, the first thing you're gonna say is, Oh Lord, Irv said this. Listen, people. This is like every movie. They did it in Endgame. And if I if I say when it did it in Endgame, you guys are going to say, okay, listen. I'll say the situations in previous movies, and then you'll try to figure it out. Um, when Nebula got hacked in Endgame. Same situation. It was something to do just to have the outcome happen that was, was about to happen. It, so it basically sped up a situation that didn't need to be sped up. Oops, I'm sorry. I spoiled that part of it. Now you're going to understand. Um, that's just one. I'm not going to say another one because I'm going to end up spoiling and being, being upset. Um, but yes, there's something that happens and it just makes it so it's like, all right, let's just say it because it'll speed up the movie and not last three hours instead of what it could be. And it could have just easily used a different situation. Oh, my God. It's frustrating me just think about it. Um... 
if I have a spoiler talk with somebody else, I'll mention it. But it's it it happens in every Marvel movie, pretty much, just so it can end at a certain time. And the movie still lasts another hour after it happened. And I don't I don't I don't get why that even was a point of even mentioning. And then what made it even worse was you nope 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 I'm shutting up because it's a spoiler. Um, if I say, but. It was just, when it happened, the first thing I said was, there's no way you're really going to fall through with this. Especially the type of character you are, Gamora. Like, are you serious? And and even even my date, who is not as detailed as I am, kind of pointed it out. She was just like, wow. But, yeah. Come on, it was bad. Um, Drax and, and <laughs> Drax and Mantis just the greatest comedy act ever. There's there's nothing that I could say bad about them too. Um yeah, it, it's they're the greatest comedy act ever. Um Gamora is evil Gamora, so don't think about uh the the latest in game Guardians and all of the Gamora. That uh, yeah, no. It's it's not that Gamora at all. Um I rather enjoy Nebula. I'm starting to enjoy Nebula more and more. So, yeah, yeah. Nebula is going to be a very interesting character going forward. Um, what else am I missing? I feel like I'm missing something, but I'm not missing something. But I know I'm missing something. Um, oh, the black guy whose name is the High Evolutionary. That boy can yell, man. <laughs> I, I swear, um, he could have toned down a few of the yellings, but if when you go, this is how loud he was yelling and how often he was yelling. You know, your Apple Watch has a feature that says uh, "loud environment" and it tells you what the decibel number is to protect your ears. Yeah, it went off about seven times in the film. <laughs> Yo, I was hot. Like my my watch just kept going beep beep. beep. I was like, "What the heck is going on?" And it was like uh, one hundred one decibel, one hundred five decibel, ninety eight decibel. I was like, "What the what the what the? Is he yelling that loud? Really? Yeah, it happened about seven times. If I didn't delete it, I would pull it up. And I, if I would have thought about it, I would have saved them all on my watch. It happened about seven times. My man was going at it. Well, everybody. Um. They explain a lot dealing with him, um, except a lot of things that happened to him. They explain how one situation happened to him, but they didn't explain how another situation came about with him. Um, it was like it was just thrown in there. But obviously, when you do something, you got to do something else. So, you know, it's like how I tell people with tattoos, you get one, you got to get another one that's bigger and better and, and show it out. Um, his character has a lot to say. Um, but this guy does something and they, and they kind of got his comic correct in a certain way but not all the way but 
he does some things that's so drastic and it's just like, come on, bro. Then he does something else that's extra drastic and it's like, dog, like my guy, like Jesus, Jesus. Um, now with his character, I, I could say the Marvel fatigue when it comes to villains is real. Now it's fine because he played a good part with how the movie was told, but Marvel fatigue is real. And in this case, it was all about the villain. And I think they tried to mask his yelling with how bad of a villain he was. Like, it, his his storyline made sense, but it made no sense. He His plan is to do something so that everybody else could have something better, including himself. So he talks about how he doesn't want things around him that's a certain way, but he's that guy. Um, he wants this to be all in one direction, but he's not even all in one direction. Like, And then he does something to the effect of, like, all right, if it's one mistake, all right, we just got to completely start over. Not let's fix the one mistake. No, 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 no. Everything must, everything must happen. Everything must happen the way that he says it. Everything must happen the way he says it. But his, his life story with Rocket is very interesting. I, I kind of rather enjoyed it. It was a good play uh, with Rocket going back and forth. Um, but that's what I mean. It kind of, it kind of felt like more of a rocket movie, which was a good, which was in a way a good thing that it is a guardians movie because they played off each other very well. Um, look, I can't get to the back end of the film because it'll be heavy spoiling. Um, and I'm not going to talk about a lot of the characters because for some of them, it was like they were just there to be there and the others were just a great ending to something that was a great ride. Um, I'm not giving this the high ratings that everybody else is getting. Um... (laughs) This is funny because my personal enjoyment, I enjoyed this a lot. Hard to give it a five out of five, though. Four and a half, maybe. But 100% of four. This is 100% of four movie. Um, Especially if you're into a comic film, have at it. Um, But be ready for some screaming. Be ready for some gore. Be ready for some animal cruelty. And they purposely put in the beginning of our film that animals would not harm in the making of this movie. Um, especially coming to the raccoon situation. 
Um, yeah. My personal enjoyment, I enjoyed it, so I'm giving personal enjoyment a five. As a critic, I got to give it a four. Um, I still enjoy the first Guardians better. This one was still pretty pretty good. Um, I will probably put this in second place after the original. Not because I don't like the second one, but I think this might be the only trilogy that I enjoyed all three of the movies. And and Marvel is doing a good job of putting comic relief into the Guardians film, but not everybody else's. But I think it's just because of the characters in the film. Um, there's certain things that happen in this film that make you go, all right, why are you doing that? Like, we, we, we know this is... <laughs> we know this is about to happen. Like, why, why are you doing this? Like, there's, certain, there's a certain couple things that happened to Drax. And the first thing I said was... Yeah, this is about to be another skit. It, but it was funny how they did it. Like, yeah. Um, it's something that happens pretty early off of something that happened in the trailer. I'm not going to say you got to figure it out. Watch the whole trailer and see if you can pick, pinpoint when it's going to happen. But when it happens, um, your first thing is, I saw that coming. But... You didn't see it coming until after it happened. <laughs> and then you try to claim that you saw it coming. Yeah, right. Um, it was one of those things. And then, um, let me, okay, this ain't a spoiler, but only reason I'm saying it's not a spoiler because when you watch the Christmas special and all that stuff, you understand. But why Mantis always got to fall on her, on her head? <laughs> like, is she that incompetent that she always falls on her head? Like, come on, man. She did it like at least five more times in this film, whereas in the previous films, it might have happened like once or twice. But why why is this woman always following her head? It's a inside joke that I just don't get. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So it's two in credit scenes. Um, one just lets you know about uh, a main character. And another one just lets you know about what the future is the whole with the Guardians. Uh, the first one is very interesting. You can definitely watch it. The second one... I, I think if you just want to watch the end credit scenes, the second ones are for you. But you don't need to watch the second one. I, I, felt, I felt like I didn't need to watch that second one. Like, it was cool. It was a good enjoyment. But I want some juice when it comes to the credit scenes. I just sat here for 25 minutes looking at your credits and you give me something for 15 seconds. It wasn't 15 seconds, but it was... It was forgettable. The second end credit scene is very forgettable. Like, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds you of the Schwarmer scene from the original Avengers. Like, it didn't need to be there. Like, you... The fact that you even said, let's go get some shawarma, that's all you had to say. But to actually show it, and then all they're doing is just sitting there just eating it, and you just watch the entire credits just to see them take a couple bites out of shawarma. That's how I felt about about this one, the last one, um, the last uh, end credit scene. Like, it was cool, but that's not, no. 
So, did you all go see Guardians of the Galaxy 3? What did you guys think of it? Let me know. Respond it. Uh, next week, I should be gathering all the questions together and have another podcast to reply to all the, what has been said. Um, yeah, man. Go ahead and share this on your Spotify. <laughs> reply to the questions. Go ahead and subscribe so when the next one pops up, you know it's there. Follow your boy Bigger of 716 on Twitter. And please, if you do follow me, don't follow me through a profile that has no posts because I block those all the time because I had spam so many times and people send me messages trying to steal my information. And I don't play that. Uh, coaching pages will get updated very soon. Uh, talk about the summertime, especially with the team. Got some good news, got some bad news, got some funny news, got some interesting takes. It's a lot. So be ready. Appreciate you guys listening once again. Thank you for the boost in views and listens. Um, Trust me, it's not going unnoticed. Love you guys. Peace.